In this week's episode of the Pass the Everything podcast, we talk about a food shortage that's not directly affecting humans, a revolutionary new tech addition to fast food, an April Fool's prank gone wrong with a beer of the month company, a chocolate bunny assault in the latest food criminal story, an Easter collaboration nobody asked for, and a new Coke flavor that's conceptual. We end with our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Pass the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. Again, it happened. <laughs> what just happened? What is happening I, right I now? Think, I think my brain glitched. I honestly, if I'm listening to this podcast, I would have been like, is it over? What just, what just I, happened I don't here? think I paused long enough. I think I just made a face that nobody could see that let yeah. you know that something was wrong. Yeah. We need to. My brain point, completely blanked out. Like no, I know. I saw a look in your eyes, and there was nothing registering upstairs. And I I'm felt like, is them she okay? Over. Yeah. I've never felt that kind that of. That was blue. really weird. It was really strange. That's, I wish we had video so people could see what you just did for three seconds. So look, if as someone who used to work in radio, I used to have nightmares all the time about being at work and being on the air and all of a sudden I forgot how to speak, right? Yes. I had these nightmares and it just spilled over into real life <laughs> that the mic is on and I had nothing to say. That's interesting that you say that because this is just me being really transparent right now. Last week when we were recording the podcast, for some reason, I have no idea why, in the middle of it, I became very consciously aware of my breathing to the point where like, <laughs> It was hard for me to talk during the podcast because I was like, I'm breathing too hard. Get away from the mic. Like, then I started like holding my breath too long. Then I was like, am I being too breathy? It was a whole, but it's all in my head and it's happening while we're recording the podcast. And I'm like, I fucking hate, like, why am I having anxiety in the middle of it? And now it's probably going to happen now. No, I mean, it's even better to just have it right at the beginning and have nothing to say to start the episode (laughs) What a weird mini blackout. Cool. Well, to avoid that from happening again, I know that I'm supposed to introduce you now. So let's do that. He is my podcast partner for the sake of the podcast. We'll call him PTE. He started the past the everything Instagram that began this whole journey. And he is officially Mm -hmm. done and over and tired of March Madness. Yes. Which as you pointed out, it is also over. It's just over. I'm just announcing that things are over (laughs) and that I am also over those things being, being here. And now they are over. What I was saying is I don't think it cares whether you're over it or not not because March Madness does not know who I am. Nor does it care. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll, I'll share more information about that. My, my food high and low, cause it's all relatively attached, but uh, yeah. So she's Ashley. She's my wonderful podcasting co-host who quit her career in radio to help me launch this podcast and you are like a crawfish boil coach if needed if necessary are you for hire what's the deal here i I learned that this weekend i am not gonna pop up at your house and help you like stir the pot like Uh actually boil the crawfish yes but there's always someone at the crawfish boil who's from out of town who's new here or whatever for whatever reason they don't quite know what they're doing Uh uh-huh and I've learned a participant, not yeah, somebody participant. doing the, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Not someone doing the boiling, but yeah. like someone who's just trying to eat. Yeah. And I've learned that I'm, I'm a good coach for people like that at the boil. You know what? I bet that if there was like a way you could share that on Tulane classifieds that people would legitimately hire you. So they didn't have to go to a boil and be like, honestly embarrassed because if they could go there and be like, one, like you're very personable, you can talk to anybody, but you're also like not going to judge an individual and help them out like at a boil. That's key. And I say that because when I first moved here, I briefly was sharing this with you before we started recording that like for the first year, every boil I went to was hell on earth. Like I enjoyed eating the crawfish. I enjoyed everything about a, a crawfish boil, but when you don't know how to peel them, and then mm-hmm. even when you start to figure it out, you are operating at like one-tenth of the speed of everyone else there. So like by the time that you get to a point where you're starting to fill up, everyone's been done for forever. Or they're cold now. They're they're cold. Everyone's <laughs> drunk. Um, multiple people have come up to you and made comments. People have either helped you out without you asking for their help or have offered their help, which is just embarrassing. Like the whole experience fucking sucks. Right. Like and, it takes a while to get comfortable. And how many crawfish in the process have you absolutely mangled? And you're like, well, now I can't yeah. eat it. And then you're tossing it and people are looking at you like, what do you, like you're. You, that you started like, with a good who crawfish. Who this fucking guy? Right. So, 
So right. anyways, I not did, everybody I think, comes from the kind of family like I did where when you reach a certain age in yes, childhood, three, no longer will people <laughs> peel for you. You're yeah. on your own now. Yeah, you're on your own. And I realized that surrounded by adults in their 20s, 30s, whatever, yes. that have never done this before. I'm like, hey, let me help you. Yeah. Like, I'm proud to have navigated that process. Like I had some help, but I'm proud to, for the most part, navigating through it. And now I'm at a point where I'm very comfortable, but I have friends that come in town every year and like, even though they've been here a handful of times, they're always like, fuck, man, I forgot how to do this. I'm like, I'll show you once, but then you got to figure it out. I know what you want me to tell you. There's no training wheels on crawfish. Yeah, there's no training wheels. Like, you just got to go for it. We like to talk about food and its stories in the media. And for this one to start off the scoop this week, it's not anything that you or I want to eat. Okay. But we are both cat parents. Oh, so cat so, food. Cat food. Okay. <laughs> I figured it's still relevant. It is yeah. food. And yeah. I'm sure somebody else listening also yeah. has a cat and yeah. has probably noticed this particular, I don't want to call it a phenomenon because that's not what it is. It was a cat food struggle. Phenomenon. Okay. There's a cat food shortage, especially oh. in the wet cat food. I was not aware of this whatsoever. If you try to place orders, whether it's like through the store or grocery delivery or even through something like Chewy, mm-hmm. you know, that that pet service online yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is a, a real problem. The okay. canned food, whether it's Friskies or Fancy Feast or whatever, they're having issues with all of it. And it's been uncovered the reasons why. And it's more complicated than I thought. I'm just, right now, I was very impressed with your ability. You're just like rattling off X amount of like cat products and companies. I was like, wow, she's she's been a cat owner for a while now. (laughs) You know, like. Yeah. My cat is what? Like 11? He's about to turn 11? Yeah. He's an old guy. I've had Theo for like a year and a half. So I'm still new. So reasons why there is a canned cat food shortage. Mm -hmm. Number one. The meat used in cat food is in short supply, which makes me ask what kind of what special kind of meat? meat is in there? Did it just say meat parentheses question mark? Here's another thing. Most of the popular food comes from overseas and was delayed due to shipping issues. I guess remember when that barge was stuck in the Panama Canal the wrong way or whatever? Oh, the, the fucking Suez Canal. Yeah. Oh, the Suez Canal, yeah. yes. I remember like the memes about that. Yes. that. I feel like that was three months ago. It would be fucking hilarious if like the barge that got stuck in the Suez Canal was the reason why Theo Had can't all eat. all the fancy feast. Wet, yeah, wet <laughs> fancy feast. Like, sorry, dude, can't give you a chicken liver tonight because there's a barge in the Suez Canal. He's like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Open the can and back away. (laughs) So then plants like the processing and production plants Mm -hmm. that make both human and animal food. uh, First of all, I hope that there's a nice dividing line between the the human side and the cat side. There is, unless you're in the UK and you're eating biscuits. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Last week. (laughs) Good callback. Thank you. Yeah. So they put a priority on making the human food. Mm Mm-hmm. So that created a shortage in the cat food, right? Because they're dedicating all their resources to making food for people. making sure people can live. Right. Okay. Here's another. The price of meat has gone up over the past few months. So it's more expensive for the companies to make the cat food. (sighs) I never thought inflation would affect cat food food prices. Right. This is getting ridiculous. It keeps going. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. The... The aluminum that is used to package processed cat food is also in short supply. So So everything's in short supply. Right. The aluminum, the actual food, like the the, uh, plants they use to package all this shit. Like literally everything's out. You know what's not in shortage? With the barge and the fucking Suez Canal. Which by the way, I've actually traversed four times, which is a random fact. Oh. It's pretty crazy. Na, na, na. <laughs> yeah. The more you know. <laughs> we need to do video work. No one can see the rainbow thing you just did. There, there was a rainbow that came out the of the rainbow. Fingers? Yeah, the rainbow fingers. <laughs> oh. yeah. Da, na, na. Okay. Anyways. Wow. Yeah, that's really uh, cool. You can like literally at, at some points you can see Egypt on one side and Saudi Arabia on the other. It's kind of crazy. Anyways, that's unless a whole there's other. a barge in the way. Unless there's a fucking barge <laughs> in the way. That's like there's like you can see on both sides and in front of you there's about to be an accident. <laughs> can you scoot over? Like, yeah. can you get your cat food out of the yeah. way, please? I can't see the other side. Yeah, we gotta get going. There's gonna be a cat food shortage if you don't get this fixed. You know what's not in shortage? Mm-hmm. Cats. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's very that's very accurate. Yes. Are we doing a, a cat podcast now? Is that what's happening? It's a podcat now. A podcat. That's right. From here on out. Yeah. <laughs> cat adoption increased during the pandemic and after. All these people are like, I need an emotional support companion. Yeah, fair. I'm going to get a cat. And they're like, now I have to feed this thing. Yeah. But 
the thing is that doesn't mean that cat population increased. It just means that at home owners of cats increased. Yeah, so more households are reporting that they now have a cat. Right. right. Okay. And they're having trouble buying canned wet food to spoil their cats. That's okay. And you can buy I guess dry food until the wet food's ready. Right, I was going to say, I guess that implies that at the shelter or wherever they were waiting for adoption, they were just getting dry stuff. Yeah. And now but, that they're living in the lap of luxury, yeah. they've gotten used to this wet food that they now can't get anymore. These fucking spoiled cats. They get all this wet food. They get pod cats about them. Yeah. Yeah. They can eat some dry food for a little bit until we can unfuck the economy. They'll be okay. The economy, the <laughs> aluminum supply. <laughs> the mystery meat that we're feeding our animals. I almost said it as cat meat, but that is not what I mean. Meat for cats. I thought about different. that. How fucked up would it be if we were feeding our cats cat <laughs> meat? We can't think about this. Nope. Okay. We can't make Anyways. them cannibals. Oh my God. It's like that episode of South Park where like Cartman fed that guy's parents to him. <laughs> Anyways, we need to, what are we even talking about? I'm not going to let my cat listen to this episode. <laughs> podcast. Sushi, no. <laughs> Walk in the house and sushi has headphones. I'm like, no, bad sushi. <laughs> Just glaring at you. You son of a bitch. <laughs> That's what he always looks at me like, you know. Theo doesn't. So if he ever looked at me like that, I'd be like, something's going on. Like he's oh. plotting my demise or he's upset with me. No, my cat has like resting bitch face. <laughs> yeah. The neutral is bitchy. Yeah. Oh, this is great. I know that you used to work in fast food years and years ago. Mm-hmm. That's something that we've learned through the development of this podcast. Yes. But a lot of people that had fast food jobs, especially during and post pandemic, or I don't, I can't call it post cause it's still, still a thing. Yeah. But let's say right after the peak of it, right? Okay. A lot of people left jobs like fast food and other low paying industries. Yes. To the point where it was nicknamed the great resignation. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that there was a title for it now. I kind of wish I was a part of that, but I got fired. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm like the great voluntary not going to back to work. Asian? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways. I mean, either way, we're living in what's going to be the wildest chapter in yes. the next generation's social studies book yeah. or history or whatever. Oh, social studies. <laughs> right. I did love social studies. No, we really are. It's kind of crazy to think about. In fact, quick story. I was thinking about this on Friday because I ordered a pizza and I was like, it's been a long couple of weeks. I'm just going to order a pizza and like get really stoned to watch Righteous Gemstones. Perfect Friday night. And then I started getting notifications from DoorDash. So like I had ordered from like a chain pizza place, Papa John's, as I, as I typically do. Right. But then they had to partner with DoorDash because they don't have enough drivers of their own. Right. And so now I'm getting people from DoorDash messaging me, trying to communicate delivery. And they were also out of sodas because it was like a shortage in like that regard too. Are they so, also made at the cat food plant? Maybe. Maybe I'm getting like <laughs> mystery drink. I don't know what's going on. Maybe my pizza had mystery meat in it. Maybe I'm eating- Fancy fizz. May, yeah. Maybe I'm eating fancy <laughs> feast pizza. Maybe I'm eating cat cats. I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know what's happening. Cat pizza. Is that what I'm eating? Cat pizza with the fresca? <laughs> fucking oh my god anyways but it was weird because i started getting all these texts and they're like door dashes on your way with their order by the way they don't have coke we do pepsi products and i was like i regret this entire order right now and then i, I even pivoted i was like i'll do orange soda they're like sorry we don't have that either i was like sierra mist like what are we doing anyways so it was weird because i didn't know that they had to partner with door dashes to get their deliveries out and also it took two fucking hours to get to the house yikes yeah anyway. that's why remember we talked about that whole campaign that domino's did where they're going to yes. quote tip it, you yeah. to come pick up You're your pizza. You're incentivizing because mm-hmm. they don't have the drivers. So right. it's like, please come to the store and get your pizza. Cause we don't have right. drivers. Yeah. And if you go to fast food restaurants now and not order it through one of the delivery services, mm-hmm. every place you go, yeah. pretty much everyone says now hiring open interviews every day. Yeah. Like, Which is like, if you walk in, we'll give you a fucking job. Right. Please yeah. come yeah. work. And now we learn it's because of quote, the great resignation. That's so, I didn't know that that was a, a term that had been coined, but I believe it. So introduce you know. something called bite ninja. Okay. So bite ninja is a new tool that allows anyone in the world to serve as a drive through employee. What? This means that the next time you go to a fast food restaurant, the person taking your order may not be on site at the restaurant or even in the same state as you. I'm trying. Wow. Sorry. This is like, sorry, this I exploded is, your brain. No, I mean, do you literally just see my brain explode? I'm trying to wrap my mind around this concept. This is pretty fascinating shit. The it's, new technology allows employees to work from home. 
The video software allows restaurants to hire workers from anywhere in the world and oh then connects God. those workers to drive through customers. Wow. So uh, here's how it all started. It's a guy that owns a restaurant near Memphis, Tennessee. He developed the program during the pandemic because he was struggling to hire for that drive-through position. Okay. One night, the restaurant was so short-staffed, he just said, fuck it. He set up his laptop and took orders from home using Zoom. So, and he was like, wait a second. This is a legit concept I've developed here. So now he, he started Bite Ninja. Bite Ninja is now in use at 12 restaurant chains in six states and is about to go national with an unnamed major restaurant brand signing on to use the technology. I actually like this is something that at first I was having a hard time understanding, but this is a great idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't have to deal with any of the bullshit of like, I'm actually at a fucking Wendy's right now. But if you want to sit on your couch and just take orders and then communicate those orders to people remotely, that's like a, like a telecommunications job. But not even that, because these people are coming to you with orders. All you're doing is communicating. Yeah. This is the easiest fucking job this in the world. Is, and you can do it remote. I see it much better than a call center from home job, yes. right? Yeah. Because every job that you take through that is someone complaining, confused. Yes. Yeah. You know, this is just like... What would you like to eat today? Yeah. Okay, I'll send your order to the restaurant. This yes. is your total. But it's crazy because since the guy developed it through Zoom, there's a video component to this. Okay. So if this restaurant is using Bite Ninja mm -hmm. and you are the customer, when you drive up, someone's little face pops up on the ordering screen. Oh, shit. It's like, it's all virtual. <laughs> it's so like, you actually have to be presentable. I yeah. can't just be like in a wife beat on my couch being like, welcome to Taco Bell. Like <laughs> if I work for Bite Ninja, <laughs> Ashley's little head pops up and it's yeah. like, hi, welcome to restaurant. What would you like to eat this evening? This is some futuristic shit. And I'm, then, I'm all for it though. This is really cool. And and then the rest of the drive-through process just goes as normal. So then they pull up to the next window to pay and pick up their food. The order has been put in and totaled yeah. up by the person sitting on their couch, wherever the fuck. Yeah. They even like interviewed a lady that works for the company and she's like, yeah, it's fun. And like, as soon as I got trained up, I can move at a pretty fast pace. Uh, Bite Ninja employees are paid 10 to 20 bucks an hour based what? on demand. Okay. And as of now, about 4,100 so-called ninjas are using the program to work from home. That's great. So he's creating jobs and mm -hmm. people get to work remote, which a part of like this big, the great resignation or whatever that we are in is people are realizing that like working remote, it's not only like is the future, like it's happening now. Like people want the flexibility, the nine to five stuck at an office shit is for the fucking birds. Like honestly, like those days are over. So I, I really can get behind this. I think that's great. I thought you meant the flexibility of whether or not you have to wear pants. I mean, how much of, of myself is being shown on the screen for a bite ninja? Like mid-torso like mid up. Mid-torso and up? Okay. Yeah. Got it. That's fair. So as long as I wear a t-shirt, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. I would like... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I would like sign up for like a Taco Bell or like a like a KFC like bite ninja thing, but like be wearing a Popeye shirt. Like, welcome to bite ninja. And they're like, <laughs> just to confuse the people taking the order. Like, wait, I thought I was at a... I'm like, no, you're at KFC. I'm just weird. <laughs> what would you like? <laughs> just to fuck with people. Why is the Taco Bell yeah. man <laughs> yeah. placing my order for KFC? Yeah. But he said bite ninja. And this I'm is not confused. a Taco Bell KFC combo no. as is very commonly seen throughout the south yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man but th this is really cool and you get to work from home and do it and make 10 to 20 dollars an hour i mean this is a great idea for anybody that i mean i feel like the training can't be that you know challenging so get trained up and make money and sit on your ass i mean win. it's probably like a hybrid of training for a regular fast food employee job mm -hmm. plus learning how to use zoom yeah. like that's that yeah. seems like it right yeah like look presentable and then here's how to use like our program all right now you're good i want to be the first person fired from bite ninja i want to be the person that like <gasps> oh like when somebody I, places the order and you go you sure or no <laughs> even, even worse i'm like taking a shit like oh. i'm like on the toilet yeah like, hang on one second welcome to bite ninja <laughs> oh god <laughs> anyways <sighs> you're getting mcdonald's i just had some what can I get you? And they're like, yeah, you're fucking fired. And I'm like, I'm the first one to do it. <laughs> like, but then you can't even like make a dramatic exit because you're already home. Yeah, I'll just log off. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you sure you want the double quarter pattern? Cause I just had it. Let me tell you my insides are fucked. <laughs> you know who else might be fucked? Great segue to the All next right, story, yeah. by the way. Um, we talked about you and I before the episode, how much we hate April fools. 
Yeah, it's it's the worst because everyone's obligated to make horrible, horrible, horrible jokes throughout the day. That none of them are funny. And honestly, it's I don't know anybody on a personal level who participated in April Fools. No. Now it's gotten to a point where it's like all brands. Yes. And it's cheesy. Yeah. It's corny. It yeah. just feels so like. It feels forced. And yeah. even when they are intentionally cheesy or corny, which, you know, a lot of brands do as a way to like, I don't know, self-preservation, they're still fucking awful. Like none of them are good. I've never seen a brand do want to be like, oh, that that was a good one. You know, way to go fucking whatever. A lot of brands that are food and drink related did participate. You know, yeah. there was one from Budweiser where they were doing a fake giveaway for a chance to stay overnight in the Budweiser Clydesdale stables. Okay. Um, Omaha Steaks did a fake meat sweats deodorant. Ooh. No, don't. No, don't. Ooh. I like how they're kind of creative. I, I like how they're kind of creative. I because yeah. like I just see uh, everything. Listen, I still think it's dumb, but on the like the the scale of dumb, like that's not as high as most brands are. So you know, whatever. But now this one looks like it's gonna backfire and put a brand in legal trouble. Nice. It is not one that you or I have ever heard of. I don't think okay. it's a, a British beer of the month club. Okay. Called Beer Company. <laughs> I like I, I'm trying to pronounce it differently because it's spelled B I E R. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. They did a prank that they thought was great for April Fool's. They sent out an alert to their mailing list Mm -hmm. telling people that they had won free beer for life. And then if you click the link Uh to claim your prize, it actually signed you up for a real subscription that cost $30 a month and only the first month was free. Wait, so their April Fool's was you just won free beer for life, which if that's the joke they're going to make, the joke should end there. Like, Click the link and it takes you to some page where it's like, oh, you're a fucking idiot. It's April 1st. You didn't win anything. And the person would shake their fist and be like, oh, you, yeah, got me. you got me. You got me beer or whatever. But it took them to sign up for something and they thought they had to fill out their information in order to collect their prize. And joke's on you. Now you're being charged a subscription where after the first month, it's 30 fucking dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's you're going to get a lawsuit. Who approved of this? They acted like people should have known because the promo code that you entered was Slooflirpa. What? Which is April Fool's spelled backwards. Okay. And then... But that's how people should have known? (laughs) Yeah. This is like, they somehow made themselves dumber by trying to do like some crazy intricate April Fool's joke. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have the simplistic dumb dad joke version... Then I would this one where it's like, oh, no, you just entered the promo code, but it's actually April's full day backwards, but I actually opened the email. You're doing way too much. Do less. Oh, yeah. and now you're being fucking sued. And then there wasn't an easy way to cancel the subscription, which oh, made shocker. people even more upset. Yeah. Well, there's four fucking steps just to get pranked. So I can't imagine that canceling a subscription is easy. The company revealed it was a prank a few hours later, mm-hmm. but at least 40 people immediately filed complaints with a group that monitors false advertising. Yeah. So now they could be facing legal action. I hope they get fucking sued. I hope they get sued. Actually, you know what? I, I hope that it gets resolved and that everybody that complained does get free beer for life. And I hope that that company learns a lesson but like nothing really bad happens to them. It's like everyone learns a lesson. The company doesn't do dumb April Fool shit and these people get free beer for life. That's what I want to happen. I agree. Can we all stop with the April Fool shit? It's horrible. I actually, I might just not go on social media ever again every April 1st of every year because that's how unsufferable it is. Like it's just, it's not fun. I don't like it. Everything I see, I'm like, that's a lie. That's a lie. This is bullshit. I just, it's not enjoyable. And then I don't know if you're like me, I'm signed into, I guess that was the day that I realized how many mailing lists my email inbox is subscribed to. Ah. I was like, this isn't a prank. You're yeah. free shipping today. Yeah. And I'm like, shut up. Unsubscribe. Yeah. Unsubscribe. We're not fooling today. Oh, we no. Unsubscribe. <laughs> the only thing I saw online that I was like, ooh, this one I would participate in if I lived there. I saw on Instagram that there was a radio station that was doing April fuels day. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you got free gas. gas. Yeah. yeah. If you were in the first, however many to get to the okay. gas station. Yeah. They fill up your tank. So I'd be like, sweet. I'm rolling in on empty. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to fill me up. Yeah. Awesome. 60 bucks. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. I really appreciate that. But yeah, moving forward, it should just be canceled entirely. Cause April fool's day is, is, is doo doo. I have a food criminal story that, 
we have to clarify, is not an April Fool's story. Okay. It's not this a joke. This is serious. I think that really happened. Don't say serious. I yeah. mean, it's... Yeah, you did the hands on the hip. We need to do video. Yeah. Right? I'm going to look into this. <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah. We're all serious. So, hey? there's a city in Manitoba, Canada called Brandon. It's right next to Cairn. <laughs> about 30 kilometers away because we're in Canada. <laughs> on March 31st, the day before April Fool's... Mm-hmm. There was an attempted robbery at a store. A 27-year-old male suspect was in the process of stealing something. I'm not sure what it is. Okay. When an employee confronted him, that's when the thief assaulted the employee with a Mr. Solid. That is not a Canadian sex toy. It is apparently a chocolate bunny. That is solid chocolate. Okay. So it's not like a jackrabbit. You're not getting <laughs> nope. like assaulted nope. with a vibrating nope. dildo. Nope. Okay. So he assaulted the, <laughs> the store employee with the big old chocolate bunny that is thick, solid, and dark chocolate. Yeah. Uh, and then ran out with the stolen merchandise. It's unclear if he took the chocolate bunny as well. The thief like must have hit this employee really hard with uh-huh. this giant piece of candy. Yeah. Because the person sustained minor injuries in the process. Okay. The cops were called. Can you imagine that that call to 911 or whatever the Canadian equivalent is? The more stories that we do, the more I'm like, man, the police deal with some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, I know we see, like, the horrible stuff that happens, but, like, the amount of incoming stuff that they deal with, I'm like, I would not. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me with this? I mean, cheers to them, KFC though. phone calls, right. a chocolate rabbit assault. Like, right. come on, people. <laughs> cheers to them. They caught the thief. The store got their merch back. Okay. The police had to include in the report that this is not an April Fool's Day joke. That's, again, why April Fool's should be canceled because the police try to do their job and be like, by the way, we're dead serious. Like, we have to fill out this paperwork. Right. For the love of God, I hate my job. But I'm also thinking, like, the 911 dispatch probably had to ask the same thing. Like, is this is this a joke? Yeah. Like, they hit you with a what? Like, are you trying to get me before April Fool's? Right. It's like, extra April Fool's me right now? Right. And like, no, this is a real thing. Also, here's some photos of some, you know, minor bodily damage. That someone sustained via chocolate rabbit. That's not a vibrator. How big must that chocolate bunny be, right? Well, okay. Do you ever get those? Like when you were a kid, I don't know if you like ever celebrated Easter, but like like me and my sisters would we would get like the chocolate rabbits. They were fucking hard as shit to bite into, and like God forbid if they were like put in the refrigerator beforehand. Can you imagine freezing one of those little fuckers? Yeah, hit someone upside the head. Just imagine like if you had a a a chocolate rabbit, and maybe not even like a hollow one. Maybe you got like the legit ones because I was fucking poor. So mine were like the three dollar ones that were hollow, and those were still hard to eat. Imagine what's like actually filled and then you put it in the freezer beforehand. You can use that shit like a club. I, yeah. I can definitely do some damage with that thing. I mean, even if it's not the chocolate bunny, there's a whole plethora of weapon options there in the store. Watermelon. Oh, a watermelon. Oh my God, you could fuck someone up with a watermelon. A two liter bottle of soda. Yeah. <laughs> like up the head. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. Uh, if it's like a full grocery store, you yeah. got the the bags in the produce section. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait. Just, no, you're gonna okay. suffocate yeah. someone. Yeah, you're I mean, pull. You, you could. Oh, okay. Can you imagine that if you're like, I'm like picture my, like somebody like trying to like get avocados, and I'm like right behind them. They take the last one, and I just pull off a plastic bag and just wrap it over their mouth and just start straight. People be like, what? I don't think anybody in the store even try to stop me. They'd be in such shock that like this guy's trying to kill somebody. Like you want to fuck with that person. Same thing with this chocolate bunny assault. That's like- what your mind went though. Your mind went like. Oh, you know those bags that you use to put produce in? You could totally suffocate someone with that. Oh, hey, Dexter. Good to see you. <laughs> Fucking psychopath. <laughs> How'd your mind even go there? Sorry. <laughs> Got some pent up shit, apparently. Let's move on. What the fuck, man? All right, we got to move on. I'm going to move on. Yes, but not like I'm going to stay on the Easter topic. Okay. Something that we didn't really ask for. We're moving on to the next April holiday. Okay. Because no April Fool's, but yes to Easter and yes. all the things that go along with it. Yes, yes. Except in my book, I have no interest in this new development. Mm-hmm. Peeps Ice Cream. I'm out. They partnered with Cold Stone Creamery for it. Mm-hmm. It is the official Peeps flavored ice cream. It is yellow. It tastes like Peeps. And if you go to Cold Stone, you can get it plain nope. or with whipped cream, blue sugar sprinkles, and an actual marshmallow Peep on top. And there's also a milkshake version. Count me all the way out, even if I did know where the closest Cold Stone location was. No. Well, a couple of things. One, in New Orleans, we are spoiled because we have Creole Creamery. If I ever want ice cream, I'm going to go local. Sure. 
And two, like, this is not a knock on Cold Stone because I've enjoyed Cold Stone, but I haven't been to one in God knows how long. But the serving size of a peep, I believe, is one peep. And that, and that is enough because those things are just, it's literally, you're just biting into like a giant thing of sugar that happens to be soft and shaped like a little duck. Mm-hmm. And that's literally it. The only thing that they're good for aside from that is like the peep challenge where people stuff them in their mouths and they try to see how many they can fit. You've seen that, right? You're looking at me like you've never heard of this. That's a real thing. I think I'm just thinking of like Chubby Bunny, which is the game you play with marshmallows. Yes, I don't but, think peep, but the peep challenge is literally the same thing, just with peeps. And they call it like... A oh, so it's whatever. a branded challenge. Yeah, it's a Got branded it. Chubby Bunny. Exactly what okay. it is. But I just... The, the serving size of a peep is like one per person, as it should be. I don't want to eat an entire thing of ice cream that tastes like a peep. Oh, and by the way, you can do like sprinkles and stuff on top. It's literally... It's just all sugar. If I'm going to eat ice cream, I want flavors that I enjoy. I don't need this this mashup. I don't need it in my life. No. Also, every time I do one of these stories of like a weird collab, I'm like, that place is still open? Huh. No, that's what I thought too. And again, not a knock on them because I've in, enjoyed them throughout the years. But I, when's the last time you went to one? And I also think if y'all are going to do a collaboration in time for Easter, there's other Easter candies that I think would make a better Ugh, ice cream candy. collab. Yeah. I think if you're going to do a weird colorful one like this, because this is like bright yellow ice cream. Yeah, of course. I think if you're going to do a colorful, flavorful one like that, mm-hmm. you do jelly bean ice cream and it's kind of like tie-dyed ice cream and it Ooh, has like, like the different colors of jelly beans swirled in do it. Do they have jelly belly ice cream? Because that would be See? insane. There we go. This is a much better God idea. God damn it. This podcast, again, is just turning to us giving great marketing ideas to companies. Would you eat jelly belly ice cream? Because I used to love jelly bellies. I'm like trying to guess all the flavors. I would either do two things. Either one at a time and try to guess. And someone's there with like a scorecard being like, nope, nope, yes, yes. Or I do it all at once and just try to see like what kind of weird shit happens in my mouth when I'm eating like 40 at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss Jelly Bellies. I think, I mean, they're still around. I just haven't bought them in so long. It's like, I feel like I just, I've never gone. It's been a while since I've been in the store. I think I was like a kid. Now I want to go get some. Sorry for inspiring a craving. I'm going to get a job for Bite Ninja for Jelly Belly. To you and to anybody else listening, dear (laughs) listener, who now also wants... Good news for you. We're in peak jelly bean season. Yes, we are. You know what I do not have a craving for? Next story. Okay. This new thing that is developed by Coca-Cola. Okay. Oh, no. You and I talked about this off mic uh, a while back of the new, at the time, that was the new weird development that was like a concept yeah. flavor from Coca-Cola. It was so bad that we decided not to talk about it because it didn't make any sense. Back in February, they released a new soda called Starlight that's mm-hmm. supposed to taste like outer space. Which we said, what would that be? Like dust flavor? Right. I We're don't like, understand. This is so dumb. Yeah. Now they're back with another weird concept flavor that is supposed to taste like pixels. What? It's called Coca-Cola Bite. Spelled B-Y-T-E. Ew, this and, is weird. This is like Coca-Cola in the metaverse. I don't like this at all. And it'll be available through their website starting May 2nd. Uh-huh. It's supposed to appeal to gamers, but it's unclear what it's really supposed to taste like. So this is more of a packaging thing than it is a... Because it sounds like they're doing targeted marketing, but I don't understand what the flavor difference would be. More, I mean, more sugar? You said the metaverse, a virtual version of this, actually debuted in the game Fortnite last month. Okay. So people are drinking the the Coca-Cola bite. Sure. And it sounds honestly like more of these abstract flavors are on the way from Coca-Cola. So Starlight, Bite. What's the next concept flavor? Like this one tastes like a dream. And then this one is a rainbow. And then this one is delayed April Fool's. So it tastes like a fart. Oh, no. Like like what? (laughs) Coca-Cola diarrhea version? I don't want any of that. Coca-Cola. Oh. This one tastes like a promotion at work. Like what, oh. what, <laughs> where are we going to stop? No, because it does seem like as far fetched as those ideas sound, it does sound like this is more of like a targeted, Hey, we're like, we might mess with the packaging and call it something different, but ingredient wise, I don't know what you're going to do to change the flavor of it. Also, why would you, I, I don't really drink soda anymore. I've like tried to make an effort not to, the except one, when I except when you bring you over, well, Coke. But, but that's the thing because Coke has the perfect product. Period. Like it's so good they don't even share what's in it because it is that fucking good and honestly that addictive. Coke and Diet Coke. Like you have the perfect soda. You're always going to sell, 
I don't think you need to be spending your time and your energy doing this shit. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. To me, it's just a giant waste of time. Just give me a McDonald's Coke all day. For some reason, the McDonald's Coke just tastes different. I don't know if there's more sugar in it or what, but McDonald's Coke will cure all my problems. I don't need to drink Coca-Cola Bite while I'm in the fucking metaverse. So I'm out. I mean, behind the scenes, the Coca-Cola company discontinued half of its portfolio a few years ago. Like getting rid of some things like Tab and some of the other less popular products. Yeah. Just Coke, Coke, just Diet Coke. Fo- yeah, That's just all you need. Coke. Yeah. Right. You, you do a couple of things. You do it very well. In fact, you could easily argue that they're top of the game because Pepsi products suck. Might as well have blast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know what they're doing here. Less is more. But yeah. Yeah. Now they're doing these creative limited time flavors with marketing campaigns and stuff. Well, I have limited time to drink their soda. How about that? According to like one of the top guys at Coca-Cola, apparently the online reaction to Starlight has been very good. Mm. They're seeing the quote is we're seeing lots of discussion and speculation about its mysterious space flavor. Is all discussion good discussion? Did Coke write this? Because I feel like most of the discussion <laughs> online is like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a discussion. Like there's probably a Reddit thread and it's just a bunch of comments people being like, I don't understand this at all. Legitimately, nothing makes sense here. I think they're just making shit up. So, I mean, this one, they're just trying to appeal to gamers, but I I don't think you need to do anything else. Like, you don't need a new goofy one. No, you don't. If anything, you can just partner up with a specific game and just have Coca-Cola, but do like cool limited edition like labels on bottles and gamers will buy that shit up instead of coming out with like a whole new flavor. Do you remember when they had all the bottles that had people's names on them? Yeah, that was a really cool idea. Yeah, Yeah. share a Coke with and it had names and I was like, oh great, like that's my name, I'm gonna buy this. Yeah, I would, yeah, I I remember buying that like when I would see my name or friends or whatever because I thought it was a really cool, Mm -hmm. unique marketing idea. Now it's like, we're gonna make it taste like space. You want it? Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm good. Can I have the can with my name on it back? Because that was neat. Coca-Cola for the metaverse but also you can buy it in real life um and also tastes like space i'm like i don't know what you just said to me i look the pixel one it apparently it is the coca-cola taste you know and love with bright elements up front and refreshing with the finish the intangible taste of the pixel what uh, that, that doesn't make any sense. So anybody who gets their hands on this and wants to tell us any kind of like yeah. actual descriptor of a flavor. <laughs> it tastes like a pixel. Like fucking idiot. there's raspberry in it or something like that. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah. But not enough for me to go try it myself. No, I'm definitely not. I'm out. I'm out. Maybe we're just stuck in our ways. And I'm also out of stories for the scoop. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so let's nice. do our food high and low of the week. I feel like yours was much more eventful. Yes and no. Maybe. I don't know. I'll save yours for last. I okay. Think. That's fair. I'll do my high first just because we kind of alluded to this. Okay. Um, my high was a crawfish boil. And I know we've said that it's probably going to be our high until the end of crawfish season. Mm-hmm. Um, I was invited to the housewarming crawfish boil of one of the teams that has played trivia at one of my venues for a couple years. Very nice. So I got to go and be friends with them in real life. Outside okay. of just the bar where I host trivia. Yes. Got to teach an out-of-towner that like, the fat tastes good. The poop line does not. <laughs> are you going to make them listen to this podcast? Or by the way, you need to listen. Yeah, y'all are famous. Yeah, y'all are famous. Listen to this and then listen every week and then tell other people to listen to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, the low was a brief moment of panic when, mm-hmm. like you were saying, the whole deal with Papa John's. Now yes. a lot of places that used to do delivery no longer have their own delivery drivers. So they have to contract out through these apps and stuff mm-hmm. who apparently are not good for their direct business either. Okay. But that's another story for another time. Yes. Uh, my beloved Mickey Moto mm-hmm. used to have delivery drivers. Now they just let Uber Eats, DoorDash, Postmates, whoever do the deliveries. Gotcha. So my usual that I, when I'm ordering from Mickey Moto for sushi... I'll place the order while I'm still in my car and I know how long it is before I get home. Yes, of course. Yeah. And I, <laughs> this is amazing. I have it meet me there. <laughs> this is like when I was in college, I would order Jimmy John's from class and then I would try to run back to my apartment to see if I could beat the Jimmy John's guy. Those guys are freaky fast. They're freaky fast. Yeah. That should be their slogan. That's how good they are. <laughs> They're so fast. It's freaky. So I'm at a red light and I'm trying to place my order for Mickey Moto and it's telling me out of range. Not that I am too far from my house. 
uh-huh. but that my house is out of delivery range. Dude, they're around the corner. Where where do they think they get your garbage bags from? Hello. I mean, <laughs> I've been ordering for over a decade. Yeah, we've established that Mickey Moto is like Cheers. Everybody knows your name. Right. Like you are, yeah, you are, your last name should be Mickey Moto. So I'm having a panic. Mm-hmm. Like the the light turns green and I have to go and I'm like, what am I going to eat? Oh my God. Please now, tell me you had to pull her to the side of the road to like gather yourself. <laughs> I've, I've now gotten, no, it was one of those moments where I, I know it's not safe and somebody's going to tell me this is not safe. But yes. once I got to my house, I was still in my car. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? And I like took a screenshot of what was going on with Uber Eats and I posted on my Instagram story. I was like, can somebody okay. else check this and tell me if you're having the same problem? Oh am I just blocked from Mickey Moto? Like, <laughs> what is this? I mean, because your entire world could be upside down by this. If they decide that you cannot order anymore, like, I don't know what you do. Your operating system daily is completely off center. I called Mickey Moto and I was like, hey, I'm trying to place an order for delivery. And they're like, oh, we don't do the delivery. You have to do it through the app. I'm like, I know. That's why I'm calling you because I've been ordering from you guys for over a decade. And it's telling me all of a sudden I'm out of the range. Did you change your delivery range? And they're like, oh, well, that's up to the delivery service, I guess. You'd have to contact them. And I'm like, so they're so hands uh, off. They're like, I don't know what to tell you. Right. You're like, I'm around the fucking corner. Right. Wow. And so I'm in my car panicking and one of my friends, Christy responded. She's like, we literally just went through the drive through at Mickey Moto. Like they're open. I'm like, I know they're open. I called them. Like, sorry, I can't talk eating Mickey Moto. Right. Yeah. Right. So I knew that they were functioning, but now I'm like all the way at my house and I'm not close to the drive through at Mickey Moto, which yes. I've talked about in depth, which by the way, she said she didn't know about the drive through until she listened to the podcast. Fuck yeah. See, we are changing lives. Mickey Moto Any, sponsor me. Anyone, this has, <laughs> this is literally a cat, a Mickey Moto sushi drive through and a marketing ideas podcast. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. Like this and, is, this is what we do. It's our you bread and butter. And your hangovers and tummy troubles. Yeah, me with tummy sticks and <laughs> constantly uh, when I do go out drinking excessively. Yes. And then sharing way too many information with people, including how I'm going to get fired from Bite Ninja while taking a shit. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm panicking. I'm like, Oh, I guess I have to eat other sushi tonight. Mm-hmm. I closed the app. I refreshed it. I turned my phone off. I turned my phone back on wow. and it was working. And so I got my delivery <laughs> crisis averted. But How was, was the timing on it though? How was the timing? Do you have to wait a while? Yeah, I had to wait so long. It was such Fuckers. a late dinner because of all of that. That's... It was supposed to meet me at my house. Okay. Still got my food, but. Wow. Well, hopefully it doesn't happen again. It sounds like kind of like a, an error. I mean, maybe if you were driving home, they were tracking your location from your car and they're like, sorry, you're too far away. You're like, no, no, no. no. There's a separate message that says, it looks like you're far away from this address. Is and this the right like, address? I'm like, yeah, I know. I yeah. Know. You're like, yeah, no, right it's address. system. Leave me alone. Yeah. And it still was like, nope, red flag, cannot deliver, out of range. I thought that I had gotten blackballed from Mickey Moto. They would not do that to you. If they had a fan club, you'd be number one. Right. You would have like the members only Jack. You'd be the only person with the member. Like you'd be the only member. Not the only member. I was quoting. Um, That's a backhanded compliment. No, I was quoting. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, Goddamn. This is horrible podcasting content. Sh- Some, shallow how. I was going to say somebody listening is going yes. shallow how. Yeah. Shallow how. Yeah. Is that a members only jacket? So what do you like? The only member? So yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Your turn. My turn. I will start off with my high, and if I fuck up the enunciation, I apologize. Uh, Shamin Alamer, the new Donald Link restaurant. Does anybody? Shamin Alamer. There you go. Whatever. I don't speak French. Certainly not Cajun French or anyways. Uh, the new Donald Link restaurant in the Four Seasons. I went last night, so it's actually very fresh in my memory. And um, I actually ordered like the duck confit, but my friend ordered the New York strip. I didn't want to order a steak. Because it was technically a business, I'm doing the air quotes, business dinner. So I didn't want to be the person being like, yeah, I'm going to have the $68 ribeye, uh-huh. which is what I was eyeing. So I opted to go with the duck, but he got the New York strip. The duck and the New York strip. And I'm not being like hyperbolic when I say this. That New York strip might be the best bite of steak I've ever had in my entire life. Like every steakhouse oh. in the city just got shit on by this restaurant. And I, there are some great steakhouses in New Orleans, mm-hmm. but this, they did the reverse sear and like, literally I, I'm having a hard time thinking about it. I'm like, I already miss it. Like I, I told them that I was going to come back soon just to eat the ribeye because I was like, I got to come back and I got to try the ribeye because yeah. if you're, if you're, if your New York strip is that good, I won't be able to handle this. I barely had to chew. 
you like as you're using your knife, you I mean it slices like butter, and then you go to eat it, and it's so fucking good. And um, this is a random fact: the restaurant imports this butter from this region of France that no other restaurant within 500 miles has this butter on hand and they bring it to you with like bread in the beginning. And I'm pretty sure they also use a little bit of it when they cook the steak and it is fucking insane. Like I could not stop eating bread and butter. So what's in this butter? I don't know. Is it from fancy cows? Like what's you can go on there. I know you can go on their website and actually look it up. I was told that St. James cheese company in new Orleans has this butter, but they are again, the only restaurant that like, you can buy it from there, but you can't like sit down and eat it. They are the only restaurant within 500 miles that has this butter from France. Um, also had like the goldfish and shrimp ceviche, the crawfish al gratin. Everything, everything was great. Just a fantastic meal. Um, just very, very pleased overall. Just, Oh my God. But that I can't, Stop thinking about that steak. I took a bite, and again, I, I really think that that might be the best steak I've ever had. And I can't stop thinking about it, and I need to go back. It was uh, it was incredible. So that was my high. My low is, I decided, so I woke up Saturday, and I was like, I'm going to watch the final four games leading up to the championships, so two games. But it's in New Orleans. And I was like, you know what? The ticket resale market here, if anybody is not aware, it's shit. Like, if you wait until, like, with an hour or two of an event starting... You can get tickets to almost anything very cheap. Mm-hmm. You can get really good tickets. I found, to my surprise, very cheap tickets on like the first level, like 10 rows up, like in the corner. And so I ended up going solo. I was like, fuck it. I like bought tickets, hopped in the shower, caught an Uber, went to the games. But before I did, I, had, I still have a bunch of those shooters from Western Sun Vodka. So I did like a shooter, <laughs> got in the Uber. And then I get to the game. And shooter, the, Uber, shooter. Yeah, shooter, Uber, shooter, yeah. So I, I get to the game, and then the lines for beer are super long. So I get in the shorter line where all they have is like sangria and champagne. So now the whole, for two games, because the first game started at five, second game was like 7.30. So I was there for like five hours just drinking sangria the entire time. Again, I'm, not, I'm by myself. And then I leave, and then I leave, I leave. Now your mouth is stained red yeah, from the sangria. My mouth is stained red. I am absolutely not sober. I'm also completely by myself. And then I get out of the, I get out of the Superdome and you know, there's like 90,000 people leaving at the same time. They're all obviously going to the French Quarter. There's so many fucking tourists. I'm like, I'm going to take a left and go down Rampart uh-huh. and go hit up a bar kind of on the outskirts where like none of these tourists are going to go. None of these bros in college exactly. shirts. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I go to Black Penny. Like I'm a fan yeah. of Black Penny. It's a great bar. Um, like Black Penny and Bar Tonique, like need to be talked about more. But anyways, I go to Black Penny. I sit down. Uh, and, uh, I'm there and I start drinking for some reason, high noon. So like, I have like a beer and then I have like three high noons. The next thing I know. And so, this is sitting on top of your vodka shooters and your sangria, sangria, yes, sangria. Yes. So I've had a, like, now I've had like a beer, like three high noons. Like, oh, we have mangoes. That's fine. I'm like, yeah, I love mango. And so now I'm, I'm drinking those and then I'm forgetting his name. So I apologize. But, um, an individual who listens to the pod came up to me and was like, Hey, I really like your podcast, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, thanks. Like shot of Jameson. I'm like, absolutely. So we do that. <laughs> And then, so then I have friends show up, have a drink with them. And they're like, do you want to go to gold mine? Oh, and I was at the point where I've been drinking enough where I'm like, absolutely. And so we walk from black penny to gold mine. And for those that do not know, how would you describe gold mine? Like out of genuine curiosity, besides I say an institution, it, it's a phenomenal bar, but you have to be extremely, yeah. extremely intoxicated to even walk in the door. If you want to dance and you're in that part of town, yes, we don't have the club. Like you don't go clubbing in New yes. Orleans, but you can go dance at Goldmine. There's always also, a wedding party there. Always a wedding party. Always at least one yes. and a bachelorette. Which, by party. the way, there was a wedding party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have flaming Dr. Peppers, which are their yes. signature Bizarro drink. I proceeded to do at least ten. That's not exaggerating. I, I can't do those, and uh, I'm aware of it. Good and, for you, though. And I will tell you. Mm-hmm. But if it's the right occasion, I'll be like, fine, I'll suck it up and I'll try. Yes. And I will still throw up. Oh, so I wonder if it's like the, like the sodium and the bubbles mixed with the shot and like it just, cause it never sits right with me either. Not to the point where I get sick, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm not supposed oh, no. to be drinking this combination together. Oh no. To the point where I told my friend that it was going to make me throw up, but it was her birthday. So I would just take it because that was her choice. And on the way to the bathroom, I threw up behind the pinball machine. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, while this happens, so. the staff will see you and still not throw you out because you no. are in gold mine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like you literally will not be thrown out. They will look at you and be like, well, we'll clean that up. Like you're all good. And then they will allow you to keep dancing to Michael Jackson and drinking shots that make you throw up. That from years and years ago, that is one of still my most infamous stories. The, my friends and I are yeah. in the bathroom and there's like one short number of bathroom stalls. So they go in there peeing and I'm at the sink washing my face. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I just threw up. And they're like, where? Cause we were in, we were in the stalls. We there's the no stalls. room to throw up unless you're throwing up in the sink and there's no mess here. <laughs> I'm like behind the pinball machine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I told you I couldn't do flaming Dr. Yeah, Peppers. I, I tried telling you. Like I thought that was a joke. Mm-hmm. I even wrote it down in my diary. I said, Ash just had a very funny joke tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out not a joke. Made you get sick. No. Yep. So. I, yeah. Anyways, I was at gold mine. Hopefully it ended better for you. It did. I weekend. actually was there until they told us last call. You have to go. What time is that? Um, I got home at five in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, long story short, I woke up and I had eaten a whole package of the frozen. Well, they were not frozen when I ate them, but the Trader Joe's soup dumplings. And I'd you eat, did this again. Yeah, I did it again. This and is I, your drunk yeah. binge. <laughs> and I ate it while like laying on my back because there was like this soup dumpling juice like all over my shirt. And I woke up and uh, Theo was laying next to me just looking at me like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and I felt awful. And I had an event that day at like 1 or one thirty, And I was at that event like visibly shaking because I was so hungover. And I had already committed. I couldn't back out of it. And all I wanted to do was not be around people, uh-huh. let alone like in public. I, I was not in any shape. I, I struggled to eat canes that day. Like that's how bad I was. So that was my low. So yeah. I, I woke up and I had to, I had like the dumpling, the, uh, like the, the box and the wrapper, like all next to me. I'm like, this is, <sighs> I did it again. A physical reminder of yeah. how much of a piece of shit I am. Yeah. Yep. So it was, I left my house at like four four fifteen that day and got home at five. So it was a solid thirteen hours of drinking. Solid. Thanks, New Orleans. The good thing is, looking forward to this coming weekend. It doesn't seem like there's anything really crazy going yes. on yet. So mm-hmm. you can kind of I know recover or find other creative ways. Yes. Well, to fuck last night. Up. Last night I was out until one thirty right. on Monday. And that's what I was saying. Find yeah. other creative ways. I was ways standing to- outside of Lucy's for no reason. Just drinking beers I'm like go Good. to bed dude <laughs> go to bed dude in the podcast dude in the episode that's enough yeah we're done i've shared too much that is it yes. that's that's all we have for this week thanks okay. for letting us hang out and talk to you about kind of food for yeah, a little while yeah. cat food yeah we look forward to talking to you next week until then tell a friend on social media we are at pte pod like share rate review whatever you can do on the podcast platform of your choice and we will talk to you next week come back for seconds 